Here's another late development, and this news keeps coming in as we're talking here. Prime is worse than the postal service right now. Without the snow. Shit, my package still got here on time. <laughs> Real talk. Well, cause you in the middle, you you in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and they and they used to that up there, so they done already sanded, salted, shoveled. Hey, they. Got the way. Hey, yeah, cause if you really from the Midwest, then you don't really have nothing to worry about, right? Like, like if you, uh, uh, as we start this story. The, let the truth be told. Let the record show that the only reason why I feel my brethrens in the north are better than my brethrens in the south at this current time is because we own a shovel. Yeah, <laughs> I want you guys to think about that for a second. If you live, if you live in the in a southern part right now, and you don't have a shovel. I'm better than you because of that simple fact. I'm better than some people that you know. I'm not going to say no names, Eric, but there's some people who don't have windshield wipers right now, you know, because they have lived such a callous life of enjoyment, of good weather. They've never needed windshield wipers until snow arrived, until snow arrived. And that. What happened? <laughs> my man's. Okay. Uh, you but... that for a second. Yeah, that was my. That was actually me. That was I muted myself. So uh, I got a call. Um, but we're gonna get into this next story. All right, how you guys doing? I know you're cold. I know some of y'all have no electricity, so y'all not gonna watch this right now. Y'all gonna be watching this next week, and that's what I'm gonna attribute our low numbers being. I'm gonna attribute our low numbers being to the fact that half of Texas doesn't have power right now, and uh, uh, a few people don't have power. water. Hey, Brock got power. Thank shout, God Eric shout has out, power. Shout out to Brock is great. Shout out to Brock is great in the, in the chat section. Hey, so what we're talking about today, and uh, for all you guys who don't know, this is Identity Booth. That's Eric, this hero. But for today, right now, we're, we're going to be talking about is the letting down of what we call infrastructure. Um, Right now, there's a cold front sweeping the nation, and it's really interesting to see the reaction that people are having to this issue. That's only being exacerbated because of what? The pandemic, obviously, and the social crisis that's going on right now, and the economic crisis that's going on right now. People are already having a tough enough time getting uh, their bills paid. Now I'm terrified that because certain things, uh, power has been rem- has power has been taken down or really shut down due to uh, weather constraints. In for 11 million people in the South, six million people in Texas don't have water right now, and this is only going to be exacerbated. Like they, they, the infrastructure was so bad that there was a hundred car pileup the week before. A lot of what's going on right now is so 
tragic because in me and Eric's best guesstimate, this could have been avoided. This didn't have to happen. Yes. And Eric, you're down in the South right now, so how are you holding up? Man, I'm doing I'm doing well for the time being. Um, I'm here. We um thank God that we live we're probably on the same grid. We have an emergency room. I literally stay right behind a public library and a block away from the fire station. So I'm Gucci, bro. I'm Gucci. I've been there, done that. So the reason why we did that is because when we lived in Norfolk, we learned really quickly the city floods and has a lot of power outages. And so we literally lived on the same block as the postal, as the post office. We never had an issue. Everybody's like, man, we cold. It's flooded. What we going to do? I was like, man, I don't know what y'all going to do. But if y'all can make it over here, make it over here. So, yeah, we usually like to pick places. Like our last place that we lived in, we literally stayed right behind one of the main post offices. Like we picked strategically for these issues we know how this goes we've been in enough storms we've been in hurricanes tropical storms depressions hail storms tornadoes we, we know how it goes so we're doing good right now we nice and we nice and toasty you see i'm sitting here in the t-shirt don't look like i'm cold i am kind of i am a hot-blooded man but still i am i am chilling in a t-shirt so how's it going there up, up, up in the north uh, man, it's, it's a motherfucking Tuesday for me because I have a <laughs> shovel and I am great. But this is all jokes aside and everything that's going on, right? So let's talk about it. Really. The fact this is what we're about to show you is a clip. Like for everyone and your belief on what the climate is doing, right? Whatever your climate ideology is, is it goes without saying that at least we can say that through history, we know that things will repeat itself. We know that meteorologists and people experts in the field are keen on giving us information that we can use to answer some of our biggest pratfalls like weather trends and weather tendencies so if you don't believe in greenhouse emissions cool go suck on a <laughs> go suck on a carbon emission pipe i don't care but if you can sit here and say that you know things don't exist for whatever reasons that's on you this is a clip from three years ago of Ted Cruz during the hurricanes in Houston begging for financial aid from the federal government. But two years ago, he voted no to give that same financial aid to New York in the East Coast when they had their hurricanes. And I love this interview because he has to answer for it. So let's hear about it. And I want to let you get back to doing everything you can out there. Uh, but a lot of people are pointing out that you voted against aid for Sandy after that catastrophic, catastrophic storm up in the Northeast, that package back in 2012. Uh, and they're, they're pointing at you and saying you're asking for money now when you weren't willing to help the people in the Northeast. What do you have to say to them? Well, you know, look, there's time for political sniping later. I think our focus really needs to be on this crisis Senator. and this disaster. These are people who needed money and who needed funding right after that storm. I covered those people. Many of them, just like those in Houston, lost absolutely every... Well, all right, and we'll stop there. Eric, are you caught up? Yeah, I'm fine, bro. I am fine. The, I fact, am fine. the fact is that that's the problem, right? Uh, it... We have this obsession with, like, if aliens came to the Earth right now, Eric, and they were like, yo, hey, yo, this is Earth. This ain't this ain't bad. What's good? Uh, hey, Eric, uh, quick question, man. Why, why are all these people suffering? Don't y'all got uh, 
weather radars to tell y'all the weather, you would have been like, yeah. Well, why didn't y'all use it? Oh, we was worried about other shit. Like, why are we so obsessed with not heeding our own consequences? Like, we know these things to be true. Like, we have the technology. Why don't we do things appropriate? Even two weeks prior to the weather coming, we could have borrowed some snow plows from uh, Colorado, from uh, anywhere in the country for two weeks notice. Why do we keep falling into this trap? You know why is because we are cheap and we like to play political games. And instead of doing the right thing, which I know maybe I'm asking a lot of politicians to do the right thing. Maybe, maybe. we, we, we want to be self-righteous and withhold monies when it's not politically expedient for us. And then we befall the same circumstances. We want everybody to run to our aid and give us the money. Government cut us a check, send, send FEMA down, send the National Guard down, let's send Red Cross down. They want to do all those things. And I like how this dude shaved his face, put on a ball cap, and put on a windbreaker to look like a regular Joe. Well, I know you don't dress like that at all, bro. I'm just, I just, just the the hypocrisy is what drives me nuts. And on top of that, again, where were the snow plows? Where was the extra salt? Where was the extra sand? Again, and, and, and I want to, I don't want to take away from Ted Cruz, but I do want to talk about these issues. I have a, I told Hero this earlier, y'all. I have a, a really, really good close friend of mine who's in, who's in leadership at, um, at an energy company here in the state. And he is heavily involved with the engineers here. And he says, hey, he's been talking to these people for a year. Hey, we need to do X, Y, and Z. We got, we don't, if something catastrophic happens, we will not be able to uh, pr- pressurize the gas lines enough to be able to get everybody gas. And it was like, oh, it's fine. We can do X, Y, and Z. They've known about this problem for 10 years. And then to save a buck, to cut a corner, and really it was the engineers being lazy. They didn't want to put enough uh, effort into doing what was necessary to make sure their customers were satisfied and had gas. Again, talking about the gas company. Y'all can figure it out. I'm not putting their name out there. But again, this is the problem. We've got issues in the corporate structure. We've got issues in the political structure that do the bare minimum and expect to tax the crap out of us for this. Expect us to do the most when they have no intention of reciprocating. They do the absolute least. And to me, again, this is the freaking problem. We, we, we knew that this was going to happen. These conversations are happening in these corporations. Encore knew that this could happen, and yet they did not reinforce the infrastructure. This is, this is a major, major problem. And unfortunately, the only way to do that is to... Is, I, actually, I don't, know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know a way out of it because we only have one game in town. Everybody uses Encore's lines. And the gas company's a gas company. I'm just saying. Um, it is what it is. But, I mean, like, Hero, what do, you, what do you think about how these corporations and these politicians play games with our livelihood, with our way it's of a, life, our comfortability? It's a calculated risk. For them, it's a, cal- it's a calculated Greed is going to be the end of this world. It's a calculated risk because in their minds, they said eight, eight, it, it would cost them eight, $8 million to probably do a, a a yearly renovation a yearly upkeep a yearly winterization of it you know eight million dollars but in their minds 
but we could get $800 million if we get a federal emergency and get some more money. It, it's a calculator risk that they're willing to take with your life. You feel me? There's no way in hell you pay state taxes or not state taxes, uh, income, uh, uh, yeah, state taxes in federal and you don't have infrastructure. Pre- There's no way in hell that you're going to get it. How the fuck are you going to get a water bill or electric bill this month when you could have died? When you're dead because of their incompetence, they'll still send your family, your loved ones, a bill. Like, it's, and that's the thing that bothers me. It's already tough enough because we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So extra caution should have gone into this. But it's not about protecting you. It's about protecting their investment. And seeing as how some people aren't paying right now, why bother? Good point. Texas doesn't pay state taxes, but they still are responsible for paying their bills. You're still responsible for upkeep. There's still an infrastructure. There's still a budget that is designed to keep these things in promise. I can guarantee you now, if we look at the budget for Texas, that there's nothing in the column for winterization of the power lines. Every 10 years, this happens like clockwork. But once again, it's not it's by design. Like I said, uh, 113 people are dead right now. And this is just from the time of that accident till now. 11 million people without power, 6 million people without water. Now, see, we got some comments here. I want to I want to read. Um. And we got a comment. Shout out to Nafi. Said we don't pay uh, uh, state tax, but maybe we should see. And I and I responded is like the reason why Texas, the major reason why Texas doesn't is because we we were one of the first states to have like a, a legit lottery. And the reason why we had the lottery was to avoid that all the monies that were collected were supposed to go into the coffers of the state. Now, history when when uh, Rick Perry was the governor, at one point in, in this state, we had a one billion dollar surplus of funds. That means we were a billion dollars in in the in the green the reason why we depleted those funds because we sold our roads to a spanish um tollway company and we loaned them the the billion dollars and yeah we just basically so now texas is not in a surplus anymore and this is and this is the kind of crap that happens when you when you do make these kind of poor decisions this is what happens and it's at the expense of the people all that to say that we need to be more responsible with the funds that we're getting. We need more transparency and oversight of what's happening with these funds. And we need to ensure that we have a proper infrastructure to support any kind of catastrophe catastrophe or disaster that, that could befall us at any time. We can't predict the weather. But you can plan a pretty, plan a pretty picnic, but you can't, <laughs> can't predict, predict the weather. weather. I'm just saying. Cool points. The first person to type that down in the, in the, in the chat. I don't know. Everybody should know. Everybody should know. Give me the song and the artist. Everybody should know that. If I know that song, everybody should know that goddamn song. (laughs) But I mean, Eric makes a great point here. Like it it all comes down to your uh, Texas. Uh, When when it's all time, when it's all said and done, and it's time to you know do the voting thing. Remember moments like this. Remember situations where you were told that you were like, oh, overreacting. Are you overreacting when you can't charge your phone? Is it the fact that you're watching this, you know, three days from now because you didn't have electricity in your house, not an overreach? Is the fact that you're not going to be able to wash your hands or your ass during a pandemic, 
not an issue for you. When it's time to vote, vote your values, <laughs> not your not your ideology, please. Please. Yes. 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 Well said. Well said, sir. <sighs> but Eric, where the hell can they find us if they uh, do have electricity and water and can use their utensils? Not your fault. <laughs> hey, come right here to right here to YouTube. Come down here and swim in these comment section like all these beautiful people that's in here right now. And then now go ahead and hit that uh, like button hit that sub button make sure you set that notification bell to all hit the share button send this to about 30 or 40 of your closest people hey man i tell you what send it 30 40 slow it down and we can catch the vibes but it's so hard to find through the daily grind we're working overtime and i'm sleep deprived shorty on my line and we feel some fights seems like every night don't care who's wrong or right i hope the end is like slow it down and